Horse Space. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Horse Space podcast. My name is Chrissy, and for today's episode, we have Percy with us. Um, she is a former sex worker. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. All right. My name is Percy. I am 25 years old. I go by she, her, and I have been doing sex work from 18 to 24, late 24. (laughs) All right. So then you were pre, you, you retired essentially. (laughs) Basically. Yes. I consider myself a former sex worker, a retired sex worker, what have you. And um, when it comes to sex work, how did you get into it? And what was that step you took to just um, do it like full time? Um, If you did it full time, and then how did you get out of it? Um, What got me into sex work, it was like a gradual thing. Um, I moved to uh, Pismo Beach with my boyfriend at the time. I was young, I was 18, and I didn't have a car or anything, and I was trying to find work, but it was really hard. So I, my boyfriend was talking to me about um, cam modeling. His friend was a cam model. He said that um, she makes really good money. She works from home. It's really fun. Like She sets her comfort level. And I, I can't even really remember how I felt about it at first. I think I was intrigued, but I was also a little nervous because I wouldn't have called myself like prude. I was very, very into my body. I love the female form and everything about it. I was very like pro ho kind of person, you know? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but just for me, I I was really nervous because I came from a family who wasn't so much progressive in the way that I was. Um but we just kept talking about it and we kept talking about it and then I think one day when he was at work, I just searched through um the webcam company, um, am I allowed to say it? I can say it, right? No, my free yeah. Cam. Yeah, go Okay, for it. I was on my free cam, and I was like, okay, this doesn't look as intimidating as I might have built it up in my head. So I went, and I built a profile, and that was that from there on out. <laughs> um, uh, and it was a lot more comfortable than I thought it was going to be, actually. <laughs> it was not intimidating at all. Um, trying to think what were some of the other questions you asked? Oh, and then, um, how you got out of it. Like what, what, at what, at what point did you say that, you know, I'm kind of done with this. I'm, I'm moving on. Okay. So I was doing, I was doing webcam work for a while, probably upwards of like consecutively it might've been three years, I believe. Um, but as I feel like any sex worker knows that it is so much more than just being on camera and looking hot. There's a whole business side to it. There's a whole time management side to it. There's a whole, it's, it's just a lot to make it your nine to five and, um, or even more so like, cause sometimes people are up to like three o'clock in the morning doing this. So, I think it just, all of the consistency was was so much work for me at the time that I kind of started to let off a little bit, and I wasn't as consistent anymore, so I started doing um, more Snapchat stuff. I started, like, sending out more, like, photo sets and things like that. Um, Over the course of a couple more years, I like backed off from doing cam consistently. I would sometimes do it, but in the midst of doing my sex work, I found another job. I found a day job and it was actually working, um, with kids. So I think the more involved I started to get with that, I started having this fear 
that, oh, what if, what if something from my sex work gets leaked and I'm fired or it completely ruins like any chance I have, which in my opinion is a completely, it's kind of nonsense that people will get threatened for that because they're two completely different, like lives and occupations you know what I mean no no no, yeah (laughs) like I've um I actually I remember seeing an article or something like that where like uh teachers have been fired because the teacher was um either a dancer or a cam girl or something like that and then where a girl was actually a mechanic and she did you know content on the side and an OnlyFans on the side and her co-workers actually found her OnlyFans and started showing it around the workplace and she ended up getting fired too so it's it no like I definitely agree with you that it's it's too it's two separate lives as long as you're not making a bad name for the company I feel like what you do in your personal life because it is considered your personal life once you talk Mm -hmm. out exactly exactly and I don't feel like people should be afraid of having that other personal life because you're you're so much more than your day job you know what I mean and mm-hmm. even if your other day job is sex work or cam work you can separate those two and they don't have to be an entire like I feel like even if you have that other job a lot of the time society will see you being in sex work and label that as your permanent identity no matter like what else what other accomplishments what other jobs you have what anything else you have like that for some reason is like what you start to get branded on Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's completely unfair but when I was working with kids it that was just like my constant fear was that these two things are going to collide and um because it had happened to me before where I I think I had mentioned earlier that I had a family who wasn't so open to the idea of me being so open with my body and so, like, sex positive. Mm -hmm. But my sister, I remember, had messaged me, and she said, so this is what you're doing out in Pismo. And I was so confused. I was like, what is she talking about? And she sent me a screenshot of myself on cam and I think out of all of like the biggest things I was afraid of that was number one like I will never forget it was I will never forget like the feeling in my stomach I was actually at like a fellow cam girlfriend's house when it happened and I was like I remember texting her I was like how did you find this like what like who showed you this because obviously she wasn't on those websites herself right Mm -hmm. um and I remember she told me that her friend actually like one of her closest friends somebody that I think I probably grew up with like a lot like her one of her best friends was on this site and saw me and sent it to her and I think something in my brain kind of like snapped a little when she said that she was like I told her, I was like, so why are you mad at me as an adult who's paying my bills, taking care of myself, doing what I need to do for doing this, but you're not mad at your friend for watching me do this? Like, what, I don't understand, like, your double standard. Um, But I was really, back to my point of, like, me being scared that that was going to happen in my work life, working with kids, I had already experienced that happening to me before. So I think that kind of pushed me not to, I don't know how to, it's, it's complicated. That was like a big driving factor as to why I um, slowed down mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately I became a student as well as working with kids, as well as doing sex work on top of it. It was just a lot. And I think, as I said before, any person who has done sex work and used it to like be their like full-time job or like keep them financially stable or anything like that, it takes a lot of work. 
And I feel like people don't see it that way, but it really does. And I was just already doing so much. I thought to myself, what am I willing to let go of? And it ended up being the sex work. So that is why I'm now considered a retired sex worker. <laughs> no, that's and and that fear is so extremely valid. I feel like ev- literally every sex worker, like if they're not essentially out to their friends and family, that is the biggest fear because you number 1, it's not necessarily any of their business. Number 2, like what why should you be shamed like you said for making your own money for paying your bills and for being your own person when you're an adult and you know especially if you come from conservative families that wouldn't understand and that would purely just shame you and see you in a different light and you know that like I'm I'm very very thankful that I've never had to experience that but like I know people that have been doxxed like I know people that have even had their nudes leaked on you know those like anonymous websites like I know people that happened to me too I remember that it was like a whole I couldn't believe it I don't think I'd ever experienced anything like that I had heard it mm-hmm. and then somebody sent me a link to where like one of my nudes had been on this weird, like, bounty website. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking it was so funny because I was like, you could have, people were like, oh, does anybody have any, like, pictures of this girl, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you could have gotten these if you had paid for them and more, Mm -hmm. but sure, go ahead and put me, I don't know. It was a weird thing, but I have also had girlfriends happen to that, or that happened to some of my girlfriends too, and it's awful. It, no, it is, and and the thing that grinds my gears is that we like it's 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 fucking well known that these these websites are obviously male driven. Like we know these are men behind these websites, and like it makes it in like however 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 people go about like you know taking the photos down or taking websites down. Like it's 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 draining. Like I've I've heard people you know had to get lawyers. But, like, then it comes back eventually. And it's just, like, this never-ending cycle of still having... Yeah. mm -hmm, Of getting your nudes leaked or your content leaked. And it's, it's like, people don't respect you enough to buy your content or to support you. But... And and then and then in the other side they just see you as this person. She's naked. Okay, let me take advantage of it. Like it's 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 this male-driven, whatever it is, ego or whatever that they don't want to respect women enough to support them, but they'll gladly see their nudes. <laughs> I always say that men are totally fine, totally fine with women being sluts and whores and whatever else they want to call us until we turn it around and make it, like, our business or we start to profit off of it. For some reason, like, their little male egos get so pissed, and it's because they can't use it to objectify us or hold it over our heads or essentially bully us. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I don't understand it. No, 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 of course. And, like, I I, uh, I was just, um recording another episode and um my friend she uh she said it was a it's 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 been a male driven society that we've been living in for years and for the past few years women are now coming out making their own money you know being openly sexual like taking control of their bodies and how you know how they put themselves out there. Like, they are they are now their own bosses, essentially. Like, this, you know, women are becoming more comfortable. Women are becoming more open. And men truly hate that. And I don't, I, I don't understand why. Like, why, why, why is it's actually like, so is hard? What, this is what you wanted, right? Like, I, this is, you, how do I explain it? Not even what you wanted. I don't even want to say that we're, giving men the satisfaction of giving them what they want. But it's like you've spent years trying to 
get the side of women, but now the only reason you have a problem with it is because they're profiting off of it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm fucking so proud and I'm so happy. I've never been happier to like see a community grow, if that makes sense. No, yeah. There's nothing like cooler to me than watching a fucking bad bitch like own her body own her sexuality and profit off of it like I just it's always been yes one of my favorite things to watch <laughs> yes yes and that and and that and that's like I feel like because we're living in like now the past few years we're like sex work is becoming a little bit more normal and a little bit more popular. And, like, now OnlyFans came out, and that's becoming more popular. So more people are being open to, like, hey, maybe I should explore this side of myself. Maybe, you know, whether whether it is men or women or non-binary or trans people. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, especially women, like, you know, taking this initiative... And, like, breaking those barriers that you have to be conservative or you have to respect yourself or, like, if, you know, you're showing your body or you hate yourself. Like, that, that that's just not true because, you know, my friend also put, like, you have to have a shitload of confidence for this. You have to have some balls. And, like, work. and so many women are getting that confidence and it's amazing. I absolutely love it. I was, before I started cam work, I just remember I would constantly, constantly compare myself. Like, how can I be like this hot girl? How can I be like this hot person? Like, what do I have to do to be better? And I think the the more that I was in sex work, the more that I was in the sex industry, it just something clicked in me that I was like, I... I'm so good enough and I am so much more than good enough mm-hmm. that I I just did have like this like crazy exuding confidence. And I think something I also really loved about sex work and the sex industry was that it showed me this world of like real people and how everybody's got their own cup of tea you know what I mean like not everybody is essentially into the stereotypical tiny like tiny wasted like perfectly I don't know how to I don't even I couldn't even describe a perfect body to you right now because Mm -hmm. it's it's whatever somebody's preference is and I think that's also one reason I really loved sex work was because I got to see so much confidence and so many people in all different shapes and sizes and identities. And it was like the coolest thing. No. Yeah. And, um, there, there truly is, you know, that one side where like, there is that popularity with the petite, you know, white woman. And then there's that Mm -hmm. side where there is a demand for like a thicker black woman or, a thicker Asian woman or, like, a thicker Hispanic woman or whatever the case may be, there really, really is a demand for every single person, every single body type, no matter how you look, whether you have tattoos or not, big boobs or not, whatever the case is. Literally, there is a man out there or a group of men or an audience for you. And I, I, I agree. I agree. I love that. You know, talking about you know, the good parts of the sex work industry. You know, you were a sex worker for, like, five, six-ish years. Like, do you think there's anything about the sex work industry that should change? Like, are there any changes that should happen, need to happen? Like, are what are the negatives? Oh, I, for some reason, I, like, knew this was kind of going to be a question, so I kept (laughs) thinking about it. (laughs) Um, I kept thinking, as somebody who, like, has anxiety, I think I talked to you about that a little bit before Mm -hmm. we got on this phone call, I am constantly thinking about, like, what should I expect? So I thought about a couple of questions, and this was one of them. (laughs) Um, So I do think that there are, like, certain negative sides of the cam industry and it's going to sound completely, um, 
like the opposite of what I just talked about. But when I say like for me, finding sex work was really great for um, my confidence. You know what I mean? It made me feel really good. No, of course. Um, but also at the same time, it is, it's like a business and it is, it felt when I was doing it, I'm not sure how it feels for other people right now, but I also remember just feeling super competitive as well. And I felt like, um, I, I was so into trying to be the best that I could because I already know I was like I, I look good and stuff but I also wanted to like be number one on like the websites you know what I mean yeah yeah and I felt like I had to constantly compete with other women and I I don't think that and I I, I do apologize I keep saying women because um on my free cams it was you were only allowed to show women I think there's chatterbait that you're allowed to have like couples sex cams yes. and stuff like that mm-hmm. but like just in my realm it was like all girls um but I I felt like I was constantly feeling like stressed because I had to keep coming up with competitive ways to be number one or how to be um how to keep getting attention if that makes sense no it does and, and I stopped taking time to take care of my like my mental health a little bit not even a little bit like it was a lot um I think I I like posted something the other day on my Twitter and I was talking about how I see all these like beautiful happy OnlyFans models and stuff and I just, like, really proud because, like, from the outside, it looks like they're doing really good and they're taking care of themselves. Um, But just as, like, somebody who also did that and wasn't feeling great on, like, the inside when I was doing sex work, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to remind people, make sure you're taking care of yourself and, like, you're protecting your energy and you're allowing yourself to not always have to compete to be number one or be the one with the most like number one selling content. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Of course. And, and that's, that's, those are like two things that I think are really, really important. Like when, even when I first started out, like I, I, uh, I tried camming before and the reason I couldn't do it was because I, I couldn't push myself to be that creative, to keep taking it to the next level, to keep entertaining, to keep that, like, top-ranked spot. Because if you're, like, not in the top, you're not going to get as much of an audience. And then, you know, even moving on to just, you know, selling content and selling news and OnlyFans, you, you do compare yourself to other people's success. And you do compare yourself to other sex workers in general, um, and and it sucks. It's such like a fault, and it and it and it only hurts you because the reality is you shouldn't you shouldn't even compare yourself to other people's successes or whatever the case may be. But I know yeah. I I know it's like such a very internal thing, and it, it and it's such a struggle, and it's it's, it's like you can't help it. You yeah, know? like you wanna yeah. You want to positively talk about it, and you're like, no, 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 like, it's okay, we're all in this together, mm-hmm. and, and you have to keep, like, repeating this mantra to yourself over and over again, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't know about anybody else, but I know for me, it didn't, it didn't matter, because I still felt like I was, like, just, I had to do it and be creative, so that's why I, I post that tweet, I'm like, if you are genuinely feeling, like, as free as a bird, as happy as you can be while doing this, I'm so proud of you that you've been able to, like, protect your energy and you've been able to do this with, like, lightheartedness and stuff. Because sometimes that would be, that would be, like, one of the hardest parts about the camming for me was just I, I, some, I always felt like I was competing and felt, like, a little bit less than the other people I was competing with you know yeah and and that's the thing that sucks like you said you just kind of you put like there's like 
certain points of like you know being a sex worker that people don't talk about it's like you kind of put on this facade and this like fakeness because you want people to see nothing but the good and you know it's 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 easier said than done you know not compare comparing yourself to other people but like this these are things that we legitimately need to start talking about like mental health is such a big important thing like with sex especially in this industry Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and and like I don't like obviously like on on Twitter like obviously people are like a lot more open and like they'll do like sad tweets and stuff like that but like I I think like I don't I don't know if people do it in like a way where it's like they brush it off, like haha, sad tweet kind of thing. But like, I think mm-hmm. I think it's something that we need to take more seriously because, I, you know, not everyone does talk about it. People struggle internally and by themselves. People don't like talking to other people. People, sorry. And um, it's just we we need to open up this discussion that not everything is going to be perfect not everything you're not always confident you're not always loving yourself you're not always happy in this industry because you're you you put so much effort and so much time and sometimes it feels like either you're not doing it you're not doing enough or you're not getting enough in return and you, exactly and you get so discouraged and it sucks and that's happened to me a few times it's it's happened to me more times than I can count and girl the the days where I would sit behind the webcam and I would just barely hear like a token noise I would be there for hours and sometimes it just wasn't happening so I get that go on I'm so sorry no 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 it's okay and I I commend you for doing camming for so long because like the way the way the websites work and the and um, the uh, the conversion the like token to like cent ratio is so fucked up. Like they they need to pay cam models more. Period. So much more. Yeah. Uh, I, I I would have conversations with um, my friends who I would tell that I was doing cam modeling. And they'd be like, oh, well, how much do you make? And I would be like, oh, it's like five cents a token. And they're like, what? And I'm like, no, 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 but you don't understand. They're high token goals, this and that, blah, 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 blah. But, like, now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, these are... (laughs) I'm not saying one is better than the other, but the OnlyFans girls, I feel like, are definitely... That's in more of the direction I'd like to see sex work going. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And, like... Like, I definitely think there's, like, pros and cons to the whole OnlyFans thing. Like, number one, with OnlyFans, they they take a percentage, and so we don't see, like, 100% of it. And then, obviously, at the end of the year, we pay taxes with whatever form they give us and however much we made at the end of the year. And then, mm-hmm. number two... Do you guys do the 1099 miscellaneous? Yes. I Okay, see, that's what I had to do as a cam model, yeah. Yeah. Which is a whole other nightmare. <laughs> and um, and then, so that's, like, a con, obviously. And then, um, you know, uh, another con is um, a big topic is with OnlyFans. Like, this, this became a big uproar the past, like, what, one, two years. But with, uh-huh. when that came in... A lot of people's, like, direct sales and direct sale content, like, from, like, Twitter or whatever it was, that that completely went out the window. That, that was gone because people wanted a set price for all your content, a.k.a. OnlyFans. Uh-huh. So that that and that happened to me too. Like after like people were like begging for OnlyFans, like you should make an OnlyFans, do you have an OnlyFans, this and that. And then finally I gave in and was like, Alright, sure, here's my OnlyFans. And then after that happened, people like I got like a like a lot of subscribers from the get-go, but then uh-huh. all my direct sales went away and then those subscribers aren't always there all the time, so it fluctuates, so your months aren't always the same, and then people don't like tipping, and then 
depending on how your regulars are and if they like you enough, they might message you for custom content, but, uh-huh. like, it's, like, there's such an up and down with OnlyFans, and, like, like, um, the whole... I'm so happy you bring this up, because these are questions I've, like, had about OnlyFans. Like I said, I feel, I feel like, um, like a webcam, like, veteran, or, like, retired, <laughs> like, retired, you know what I mean? But yeah. I... I have no idea how OnlyFans really works, but I, I have my questions about, like, the regulars and how do the subscriptions work. Well, yeah. So I'm really happy you're bringing that up because I feel like I'm learning so much. Yeah, and, and I, I'd love to ask more about camming, too. So, <laughs> like I said, every month fluctuates. Um, OnlyFans takes 20% from every subscription, every tip. Um... Like, any money you make from OnlyFans, they take 20%. They take some from it? Yeah. And, um... I, th- I think... Go ahead. My three cams did that, too. I'm trying to remember. I haven't been on a webcam in God knows how long. <laughs> but if I, if I remember correctly, they did that as well. And and I think that's the part that sucks. Like, like I understand that it's making it like somewhat easier for sex work but I feel like if we took out the middleman like if we took out OnlyFans I feel like everybody's direct sales would go up because number one it'd be so much more personal than just uploading content on a website full of you know a bunch of subscribers but like you know you you wouldn't have to give someone else your money, the hard-earned money that you worked for. You're making, yeah. yeah. And, you you know, you we'd be able to go back to setting our own prices for our own content as opposed to, like, $10 for, like, like 100 pictures and, like, 20 videos. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And I just... I know I'll see... I'll see those prices and I'll see those pictures and I'll be like, that's just not fair. Like I, I can't, I constantly feel like they need to, I've always just felt like women are, or people just sex workers in general are entitled to all the money that they should be making. Mm -hmm. That's just my personal opinion. And I can't wait to see with, um, sex work becoming more, more open and widely accepted to find, um, more outlets where where those options are available to the people in the industry instead of like getting like cut off a little bit yeah yeah no I definitely agree and like that's that's like one of the plus sides with OnlyFans it's like yeah there's there there's a lot of people wanting to make an OnlyFans but you never know their intentions like whether they're just doing it for a quote-unquote quick quick money easy money whatever they think it is or, mm-hmm. or they could be doing it for the long haul, and if they're in it for the long haul, then it's 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 become it's making sex work more normalized, and it's bringing more attention mm-hmm. to it, and it's making more progress for it. But you know, there's there's always you know hit or miss with that. Exactly, and I I think about what you say when people say like. I, I don't know about you, but I kind of, like, hate gatekeeping and like, most all forms. Mm-hmm. And when you say about, like, people who want to, like, go on to OnlyFans to make, like, a quick buck or quote-unquote easy money, mm-hmm. I know there's so many people who, like, get very upset, like, oh, don't just come into this business, you're oversaturating it, blah, blah, blah. And for me personally, I don't know how you feel about it. I, I, if somebody, like, is in desperate need of money or really needs the money, like, go for it. Mm-hmm. But one thing I will, like, never, never say is that it's easy money because it's, it's absolutely not. And I know there's so many women who, like I said, put the hard work into this and they, like, put all of their energy into it. And, like, as much as I hate gatekeeping, I, I wouldn't, I would never call this easy money. Yeah, and, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and, um, like, I, trust me, I hate, I hate gatekeeping as much as the next person, like, I try not to, and, like, I'm, I understand, you know, people needing money, and, like, needing something to do for that money, 
but also with the and like you know if people want to turn to OnlyFans okay but people also need to realize that for OnlyFans there's no way to like search people up like there is on camming websites like people really? have yeah it's it's you strictly have to promote yourself on Twitter or social media there's no like see I feel like I'm learning so much like you can't there's no way to like tag you can tag, right? Oh, you like, you you can you can tag people, and you can have, and you can obviously do like shout out for shout out, or like mm-hmm. you, you can um like. But there's no like OnlyFans page where like you'll get like I don't know if I'm if I'm making sense, but like there's not like a favorites page or things like that. No, like there there's like okay. like you know how for camming websites there's a homepage and you see like twenty models. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. I, yeah. for some reason, forgot the word homepage. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like that. Nothing. You have to literally, that's that. That's why, like, the OnlyFans thing is, like, such a, such, such a weird, like, thing for me. It's, like, OnlyFans, like I said, it's literally just the middleman. They're just there for a platform for you. But... Mm-hmm. You literally have to do all the work. Like all the work. So that's why when people say quick buck and they want to do an OnlyFans, they're not realizing that you have to do so much to make that quick buck. Mm-hmm. And um like even if you're like some people literally promote three times a day on Twitter just to keep getting subscribers. Just to meet their goals. Like, it's... Yeah. OnlyFans is not easy at all. No, absolutely. The whole thing... Like, I I will hear... I'll hear women be like, oh, it's just like, I just gotta, like, post my titties or do this or do that. And I'm like, it's so much... It's so much more than that, really. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Like... Like like I said, I don't think it's easy money. I don't think it's, like, in any way... Mm Mm-hmm. No, no. How do I say it? (laughs) It's not an easy job. (laughs) No, it's not. It's really not. And I feel like a lot of people think it's just getting naked on the internet, and it's really not that at all. There's so much more moving parts to it, which is why I I get, I get, not like, I don't get upset or offended, really, when people are like, oh, I'll just make an OnlyFans real quick to, to pay for this or pay for that and I'm like you do what you need to do to make money to do this thing but I need you to understand it takes more than just like a quick titty pick or like a quick butt pick you know what I mean um I'm so glad you said that because like (laughs) I've I've definitely like been getting up like upset about it like especially when like people like Sometimes you can tell when people are making a mockery of it and a joke of it and mm-hmm. very lighthearted of it. And it's just, that's, that's not what it is because it's people's careers. But, like, I'm, I'm definitely getting to that point where it's, like, if you need to make a quick buck, do you. But just like you said, it's... Acknowledge it's, what it means mm-hmm. to do it, yeah. you know? It, like, like, you have to realize that you're going to have to do X, Y, Z to get your money, like, it, mm-hmm. and, um, there was this one girl on Facebook, she, um, was, uh, posted a, posted a status about it, and she was, like, can anyone tell me about OnlyFans, like, might want to get into it, just let me know, you know, your opinions or advice, and, um, so many people told her, uh, you really have to promote yourself. Like, it's not easy whatsoever. Like, you have to put in the work to get your subscribers to get your money. And in the end, she was like, you know what? I've come to the conclusion that it's not for me, that I cannot dedicate that much time to it, even if it's for money. And you know what? I completely respect her for it, like, 100%. Because yeah. at, at least you learned what it actually meant rather than just a quick buck. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I, like, I saw the direction in which sex works was going. OnlyFans was starting to become, like, really popular as I was, like, starting to get off um, webcam. Mm-hmm. And I totally saw, like, I already know how hard it is to be a webcam model. And then to see the OnlyFans platform 
become what it was. In my head, I was like, already, that's like too much work. For my, that's too rich for my blood. My, my hands are already full. I couldn't. I think I even, I, I may have made an OnlyFans account, and I saw, like, what they wanted from me or what they wanted me to do, and I was like, ah, it's too, it's too much for me right now. So, <laughs> um, there's, um, there's a Percy OnlyFans empty with content somewhere out there in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing. It's like, I, I even respect you for it. Like, OnlyFans truly isn't for everyone and at this point like I think sex work truly isn't for everyone you know what I mean it's not just only fans yeah also true um but it's like even even at this point like only fans has actually gotten a lot of shit like as a website like there's something to do with tax and how they're shutting down like big accounts and they uh, supposedly owe tax money and like mm-hmm. pe- people aren't able to get um, like some people are losing thousands of dollars because OnlyFans is supposedly shutting down their accounts like I had seen one of my friends tweet something about how oh you can buy, buy my content privately since OnlyFans is being really sketch right now mm-hmm. and I was actually curious what that meant so I'm happy you brought this up yeah so it, it's like it's that that's what that's the major thing I've heard lately. I can't remember what other things I've heard, but it's just um, there's like you know obviously there's two sides. There's sex workers that are very open to it, and then there's other sex workers that are just very sketched out by it in general and will never make an account. And um, uh-huh. it's like you know even before this tax thing that I found out. Um, it's just OnlyFans gets very tired. Like, honestly, I'm very tired of it. Like, it's 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 not just people subscribing to you, but it's like, like, let's say you have 60 subscribers. It's, mm-hmm. it's like half of them requesting all sorts of kind of things, but then also failing to realize you're not on every day. You're not, you know, you can't make that's where I was going with, like, people don't realize it's such, like, a, it's such a business. People think that you're just readily available all the time, and you take, you have to, like, take time to either do, make content off of it, or, like, even time to yourself, or, like, you're just not ready to be available for everybody all the time, and I feel like people don't realize that. Yeah, and, um, it is, it, it's, it's, it's. It's literally marketing, customer service, and, like, branding all in one. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a whole-ass business, and I will say that with till my dying breath, I'll tell people these women are fucking moguls. These people are moguls. They are, <laughs> they are business tycoons. Like, they're branding. They're putting together content photo shoots, this, that, video content, all sorts of, it's a whole ass job. Mm-hmm. It is a whole ass job. Mm-hmm. So, and congrats, congrats to you and everybody <laughs> doing it right now. I was, I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I, I know the feeling. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, but no, that's, that's what I want people to get from this podcast is, more insight as to why these men, these women, these non-binary people, these trans sex workers, why they deserve so much fucking praise because uh-huh. it's it you're self-employed. It is your fucking business. It's your brand. You are HR, the manager, the front desk person, everything all in one all the time. And it's so taxing which is why I like I talked about it earlier it's so important to make sure that you like protect your energy make sure your mental health continue to check in with yourself like everything is okay because it is a lot and you have to make sure that you allow yourself to be strong enough and be well while mm-hmm. doing it you know what I mean yeah because if you're not the whole thing starts to get overwhelming and you kind of start to crumble and it's a whole thing, so I I agree with that <laughs> on all fronts. 
So, um, kind of uh, shifting towards camming, um, what were some of the things that you uh, liked about it, you know, besides, you know, having confidence, being your own boss and all things like that? Like, what are some things that you liked about it? And what were the things that you really, really, really did not like about it? Um, there were so many things that I loved about it. Um, for one, I loved being able to get on absolutely whenever I wanted. Didn't matter. I could just hop on. Somebody would be there at some point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really loved my regulars. Like, I don't know if you build, um, kind of like connections with people through OnlyFans, mm-hmm. but in camming, your regulars are like, kind of like your lifeline. Like when your room is kind of having like a slow traction day, like your regulars are there to like help pick you up. Um, they consistently tip, um, I, they're just good people, I feel like. I feel like people get this idea in their head that people who use sex working platforms or people who, like, like purchase on sex working platforms and things like that are all, like, creeps. Or, or This is what it was when I was, like, doing sex work through mm-hmm. camming. But these people were, like, lonely old creeps and stuff. But mm-hmm. that's not it. They're just regular old people, some people who don't have time for a relationship, some people who um, just, I, I, I don't know. All I know is that I really enjoyed my regulars when I would get on cam. They were funny. They were kind. They were polite. I never stood for any disrespect in my in my chat rooms ever. Um, other things I liked about it, I was very genuinely able to be myself um on my webcam shows I feel like that's one really cool thing about like the webcam industry was that um at least for me I saw women in all different environments just like some people were really like peppy and cool some girls were like stoner rocker chicks and some people were just like hanging out I don't know if that makes sense no yeah (laughs) but I never felt like like pressured to be somebody that I wasn't like if people were coming into my room they knew that I was a fucking emo kid who listened to like MCR and pop punk in my room I was just very easygoing, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and kind of, kind of, like, I was always eating on camp, like, always. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, people knew that I was a, a girl with an appetite, I, I feel like people knew that I had, um, I loved music, because I was constantly, like, one of my, um, one of the things that you could tip from on, like, my cam menu was to change my song or change my music Mm -hmm. so you could like tip me like five bucks and I'd put on a new song or something like that Mm -hmm. um and I really got to let those like little pieces of my personality shine through um so I love that uh some things that I didn't like about camming um this is gonna sound so I, I don't know if this is gonna sound really silly but you know how like angles your body has different angles and stuff like that when you're on cam or in a camera yeah so I was constantly I constantly had to have like my back arched so I would be like on on cam trying to like arch my back and look as like big booty as I possibly could (laughs) um so I was sore a lot (laughs) I just remember that always being one of my complaints I was constantly sore um I don't know if I I I don't know if anybody else has ever felt that way but I definitely always have like lower back pain um um, I'm sure there were other things that I didn't like about like the cam 
platform. Um, there were, oh, I didn't like doing group shows. On my three cams, um, there was this, this feature called group shows. So basically what it is is somebody would, like, tip you or invite you into a group show. And more people could join that group show by spending, like, X amount of tokens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it made me, I don't know, it just, I have always had <laughs> um, a little bit of performance anxiety. And for some reason, that that didn't sit right with me. It also, in the back of my head, made it harder for me to think about, like, um, if this video got out, I would not be able to track it back to a certain user, if that makes sense. No, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, with private shows, you could be taken into a private show, and you know who you had a private show with. You could see who your private shows were with, you know? Mm -hmm. So if that video ever got out, um, I was able to... Not that many of my... Like, any of my content ever really did. Um, I used, like, a webcam model protection, like, website to help me with that. Mm -hmm. Um... But things like that made, like, I didn't really like about the the webcam platform. On the spot, I can't think of, like, too much that I, like, hated. I, I just hated when people were rude in my web or my chat room. I didn't like, oh, my God. No, but, no, it's, tr- it's totally fine if you can't think of anything on the spot. But um, do you have, uh, like, a crazy, crazy, crazy experience or something, like, extremely weird that happened in the years that you did camming so many so many (laughs) um a lot I think one of my okay this is like I don't know if this is um triggering for anybody and I apologize if it is but I do remember one time my wi-fi in my apartment went out um and so I had to call the people to come and fix it And so I was in my apartment just waiting for the people to fix my Wi-Fi. Just one person. And he just looked at me and he was like, Percy? And my heart stopped. Like, absolutely. Like, I didn't know what to do. I froze. And I was just like, excuse me? And literally this person who worked for this internet company was like, oh, I'm, I don't know if this is, like, rude or not, but I've, I've seen your show. What? And it, I was like, it's kind of rude and also wildly inappropriate. So I'm going to go to my room, and I need you to be gone in, like, the next 15 minutes. And I opened my door, and I went in my room, and I made sure that I was on the phone with my boyfriend. And I just, if anybody out there is listening don't do that. (laughs) It's not, it doesn't, it's not flattering. It's not comforting. Don't do that. Wow. (laughs) So that was something terribly weird that happened. Holy crap. (laughs) Wow. It was so surreal because like you're doing this and you're thinking like, oh, nobody in the world that you know would ever see you be doing this. It's just a bunch of random people, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. that fucking random person could be the guy fixing your Wi-Fi in your house. Literally one in a million. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, please don't ever talk to me again. Um, And I I was really young at the time, too. So, I mean, like, I didn't, you know what I mean? I was kind of like shy and I wasn't gonna be a dick because I didn't think he was trying to be a dick either but also at the same time I'm like read the room buddy (laughs) wow I like Um, wow camming got me I think one of my favorite cam experiences like uh one thing I did which I will always like I look back on this and I was like this is the best money I ever made But I had a private request to sit in my underwear and just eat from a bag of hot Cheetos. And hot Cheetos were my favorite snack at the time. So I just sat there and just made money talking, eating a bag of hot Cheetos in my underwear. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) I, I, I think I made like fucking like 
$600 from that show. And I was like, hey, man, like, if this is your thing. We, like, can, we can do this all cool. the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me know when our next, um, our next date is. <laughs> That's amazing. It's it's so fucking funny because like I the way I think of like even even as a sex worker the way I think of camming is you know obviously do you know being flirt flirtatious and being sensual and you know putting on shows and you know potentially reaching to that point because I know some some women masturbate on cam and um but I've, like, literally never thought about just sitting there and eating in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I really didn't. Um, I never really – I would masturbate on cam, but I would never – I know some girls had a lot of, like, um, like fuck shows or cum shows and things like that, which is, like, more power to them. I think it was just me coming from, like, a more – conservative background that made me a little nervous to do it you know Mm -hmm. so to each their own I I would like I would masturbate I would touch myself I would get naked obviously but like I never like full-blown like fucked myself you know what I mean or did things like that yeah um but I if you had told me ever in my life that somebody would pay you to sit around in your underwear and eat hot Cheetos I would have called you a liar (laughs) <laughs> wow now you're, you're you're making me rethink this camming thing <laughs> i think i think i just got really lucky that day i think he stumbled upon i stumbled upon the right the right customer that day never saw him again i hope he's well that's literally amazing that's i love that see those those i feel like are like the best moments where, like, you, like, like men will actively seek you out and, like, don't even want anything sensual. They just, you know, want to hang out or pay, hang out. pay, pay you to hang out. <laughs> and that's what I, I mean when I say, like, people think, like, camming is for, like, these weird, lonely, like, creep people or just sex work in general. And I'm like, no, dude, some of these people just, like, they just want they just want to hang out with hot girls, hot people, and I'm totally okay with that, you know? Like I never allowed for people to make me uncomfortable or make me feel weird. Like it was my room and my rules. So it, it it was what it was, and I had a lot of fun shows. I did a lot of fun things like would do like little glitter shows or like we would do pizza sh- like we would buy pizza and all hang out it was just a really fun time honestly I really did enjoy camming yeah when it was really fun and really good <laughs> <laughs> and um you said uh you were in a relationship while you were doing camming um were they supportive like that like were they just well yeah you you talked about like you know he was like yeah go for it but like during mm-hmm. during the duration of the time were there any ever you know tiffs about it were there any like insecurities on their part or anything like that um so i had a very a very special relationship in which i was with um my partner at the time was into cuckolding oh uh, i don't know if you're in, in or if you know what that is yeah but yeah don't. yeah um it's it's when your partner enjoys watching you with other people or enjoys the idea of you with other people Mm -hmm. at least that was what I experienced Mm -hmm. in my relationship then so the idea of me being on cam and me being a sex worker was actually like very good for Mm -hmm. our relationship yeah and um not to say that it was a a good relationship that relationship was like a whole uh, there's a reason he's an ex but um (laughs) um but no he never he never made me feel bad about being a sex worker he encouraged it he looked forward to it for me for him for it, it wasn't ever anything that was a strain in our relationship that's good. And um, were like at any point while you were a sex worker, were you um, single? Oh yeah, <laughs> and definitely. Did being a sex worker personally for you make dating hard? If you were dating, like, 
Tinder or Bumble or how however you were dating, <laughs> but did did uh, um, being a sex worker kind of like hinder that experience? Um, no, not not really. I generally date pretty progressive, like open minded people. Um, I always, I, I kind of was always very upfront and I mean, with the way I present myself online, just even on my personal accounts, I feel like everybody was already kind of like, something's up. (laughs) (laughs) She's way open about her sexuality and way open about being a proud hoe, which I am to this very day, proud to be a slut, hoe, whore, whatever you fucking call it. I don't care. Super happy to be here. Um, <laughs> um, but it didn't really affect my dating life. I was just, I just always was very open about it. I think I didn't, it wasn't something that I was afraid of in like the dating realm. I just felt like if you can handle this, you don't have to be with me. There's like a million other people, of you course, know, of course, of course. And like, if they're not, if they, if they can't, I feel like if they can't maturely handle, you know, what you do, then they're they're just not a good fit. Like let's let's be real. Exactly. I've, I've there are people who who can handle their partners being sex workers, and there are people who are a little more selfish and want them to themselves, and that's totally okay. It's literally it's just your preference and your your communication with that person. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like in that instance, like if you just want the partner for yourself, then dating a sex worker is just not for you. <laughs> No, no, there's going to be a lot of jealousy on that end, for sure. And, um, all right, well, um, I have one last question. Um, if you, like, knowing what you know now and doing the sex work thing and, you know, being retired, what piece, like, what's one good piece of advice that you would give to, um, a newbie coming into this or what you would give to your 18 year old self getting into this in the beginning? Be so sure in who you are. Remember that this is, this is your business. People can choose if they, if they want to, if you're their cup of tea, do not let it, um, do not let it eat at you. Uh, be confident. Don't be, you don't have to feel competitive with other women. Um, and just take care of yourself. Like genuinely make sure you're taking care of your health. You're giving yourself time to breathe. I understand it's a business. I understand it is, it is your occupation, but you know, even people who aren't in sex work, who have nine to five jobs, who are having careers, they get vacation. They hit a weekend, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, make sure you're taking care of yourself. And remember that you are your own boss. And you are just, how do I say it? I don't know. Just take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. And I think I think that's really great because people forget to take care of themselves. So I really, really love that. Um, and then this is the part where I want to, um, just give you, uh, a couple minutes to promote, you know, your social media or whatever you want to promote, or if you want to speak on something that you're passionate about, you can go ahead. Things that I'm passionate about, um, lots of stuff, actually. I'm the most passionate person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter. Remember that, especially right now, um, Black Trans Lives Matter especially uh, sex workers' lives matter. Um, so much. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I don't have anything to promote. I'm a very, ever since I quit camming, I've kind of just been like, so to myself and just being a student and working. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. No, yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much, Percy. I, You're I, very welcome. Thank you. I was so nervous. I haven't. I haven't, like, really, like, sat and, like, talked to anybody about, like, camming in, like, a really long time, but it was such, like, a big, like, being a sex worker was such a big part of, like, who I was, Mm -hmm. like, I just, it really shaped me into, like, 
being this person I really wanted to be, it allowed me to be so much more confident in myself and so much more open, even though I thought I already was. And it really pushed me into the direction of like why I'm going to school. I'm going to school to do sex therapy because I feel like there's like, there's a lot of taboo around the sex world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I want to be somebody who can talk to people about like sex, sex work, kinks, things like that in like a very healthy, open way. And I feel like I wouldn't have been able to get to this point in my life if it wasn't for camming. And I haven't talked about it in so long. So I like saw your, um, your Twitter post Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I so want to be a part of it. Like I was very, very keen to, nobody sent it to me. Nobody was like, Hey, you should like, I saw it pop up on my, on my Twitter feed. And I was like, I want to talk to her. I want to talk to, (laughs) I want to like be a part of this. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you messaged me. I've honestly had so much fun with you, and I'm 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 glad that I got to talk to you. I haven't talked to a cam model yet, so this was such an experience and such like I loved I loved having you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I like look forward to being in touch with you. I followed you on everything, so um, and I am definitely a reply guy. So I will definitely be talking to you more. <laughs> No, of course. Talk to me all the time. Feel free to message me on my personal accounts, too. Like, I'd love to talk more. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. Well, I got to go. I told you that my friend was going to pop up, and yeah. she didn't pop up till just now. So thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Huge shout out to Percy. She is amazing. Um, If you haven't noticed, we have a new jingle for the podcast. Please let me know what you think. And as always, if you want to be a guest for the podcast, email me at horsebasepodcast at gmail.com or message me on any of the social medias. Um, Remember that every Sunday I'll be posting a new episode, so please look out for that. And thank you so much for listening again. I'll see you next time. Bye.